Hey guys, before we get started, you know what to do. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod on our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Matt, where are we today? We are at our very last day, last morning of, well, last afternoon now, of yeah. San Diego Comic-Con. We are at the Convention Center 2023, and what a fucking con it has been. I mean, I think <laughs> con we, set, job. we set, yeah, we've set life goals like... We keep making <laughs> new <laughs> records and yeah. breaking them. It's been, this is ridiculous. We, you know what, let's just get on with the show. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one... Welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. And buddy, we're in the same room together. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's true. We're never, we're it, this, never it's been a while. It's been a couple years, right? Dude, it's been years since I moved down we, to Atlanta. Since I've been, I, it's been since 2020. Before pandemic or during pandemic? Before, right before yeah. pandemic? Yeah. Rumi like ran out of my house like in a disaster movie when like in, like in the beginning of the happening, him and his wife like jumped in their car and were like drove away to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> we, we literally had an escape from LA where we're like, hey, we heard yeah. we're going to lock the city down. The NBA. Quit. We're just going to get the fuck out of here. Uh, bye. And we drove for 48 hours to, to Atlanta. Uh, but we're back. We're together again. The the, the, the Rocketeers at it this in is, San Diego. And this has been a great con because Insanely we had con. two panels. So a couple months ago, I was confirmed that we got two panels. We were wicked excited about it. Rumi was like, listen, I'm going to try to get there, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to, but I'll do what I can. Yep. So I was working on prepping panels. He was working on getting his ass here. Yep. And he was like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We started to make a whole bunch of promo stuff. We made a bitchin' banner. We made t-shirts. He designed um, uh, business cards, t-shirts. And I think that that process got him so excited. His little tail was wagging, wagging, wagging. He was like, I need to come down here. And in the middle of the week that we started designing that shit, he was banging out these baller designs. And he's like, I'm booking flights. I'm coming down. And then it was then it was on. It was on. Yeah. Because literally, he was like, I have two panels. And I was like, man, I think I'm going to work. And then all the strikes happened and everybody lost their job. And it was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like silver lining is. I'm going comic guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, had to make it happen, man. If I had missed this, it would have been one of the biggest like FOMOs of my life. Where I'm just like, not only a fear of missing out, I did like I would have regretted it. For it the has rest been of my life. it has been a great con, and we've been able to check off some giant giant boxes. We had panels at the big show, brother. Two panels, and they both went fantastic. The first one we had was uh, Ghostface's Killer Trivia, where we had our buddy <laughs> Roger L. Jackson, Dude. the voice of Ghostface from the Scream franchise, friend uh, of the show. Oh, Roger Jack. Yep. He, we, we did some pre-recorded stuff with him. He wasn't able to call in live, but we did give him 40-something horror questions in three different difficulty levels. It wasn't easy, medium, hard. It was PG, PG-13, and R because of the pirate. And, uh, R We did that, and we started this panel. We start talking about this trivia we're going to do, and my phone rings. And me and Rumi look at the phone, looked at each other, looked at everybody else, and everybody was laughing. Rumi had this great sound effect of a phone ringing with this music sting just crescendoing into like zoom, and then we answer it and Roger L. Jackson's voice comes through that that speaker. Everyone went fucking Crowd wild. Went fucking it nuts. was crazy. Matt though, here's the thing. We had been pushing this all day. Handing out flyers. Every, Gorgeous flyers. Anybody with a horror shirt on we're like, you gotta come, you gotta come, you gotta come. And when we get there, the room fit 440 people. That's what I was told by someone who worked in that room. They said this is 440 seats. There's not an empty Literally. Not an empty seat in the house. 450 people came to see your boys throw out some horror trivia questions and immediately it's like some of our plans are not going to work. We were going to give out racquetball tickets at the door. The problem was there's already 400 people in the room. So we had to sidestep and change that on the fly. There were a handful of quick pivots because also we were like, oh, we'll have time to set up prizes of like prize piles for the winners. Oh, that suddenly was going to take 10 minutes. Then there was 400 people watching us try to bake piles with our like literally $1,000 worth of 
surprises. <laughs> we had Blast from the Past, Dark Delicacies, and the Mystic Museum slash Slashback uh, Video donated a bunch of prizes. They're all in Los Angeles. NECA, uh, we had a great interview with the NECA booth with our man yeah. Blaine. Um, he Blaine's and cool. NECA gave us a ton of, or five or six different NECA action figures that we looped into our prize bin too. Uh, Monster Matador, Steve Prince gave us a bunch of comics. Um, shit, I'm wondering if I'm even forgetting anything. There was, oh, Cavity Colors gave us a bunch of launch pad shirts. Launch pad shirts. Ghost face shirts. Um, Dave Schrader. Dave Schrader was going to give us some comics and this shit just started rolling right from there. We got um, some good contestants. We were joking with everybody. Every, I mean, I don't have a pet around the backs, but every joke was hitting. Everyone was having a good time. Everyone was laughing, taking pictures. Big shout out to Jacob. Jacob in his ghost face costume. He was our, and he was number one contestant. The best part was he was just, he was nailing it. He didn't get any questions wrong and clearly was the leader of the pack. So we're giving questions out. We're hitting with questions and, and, and if you get it right, you stay. If you get it wrong, you sit down and, and, and Jacob's doing a great job. The rest is ghost face and crowds getting behind him a little bit. Yeah, everyone's and then the, the moment that turned the it things into shit changed. He became a hero and <laughs> yeah. we we were the ones on the losing side <laughs> is when we get to the hard round and we're like, okay, this is this is rated R. Ready for this? Were you ready for the rated R level question? Name the first eleven words. Say the first eleven words in the Chucky Voodoo chant. And everybody's like, Oh shit. Jacob leans in. Every answer he stood like a bike and leaned in and he went, Ade Dewey Dembella. Give the, me the power. And as he kept going, the whole fucking room erupted. Roomy high five shit. moment for sure. We could not help ourselves. And it was like everybody was so jazzed at that point. And like even before then, everyone was there to have fun. We were worried that people would be like, well, how come I didn't get picked? Or why is, uh, you know, Ghostface not really here? Like we, we were worried about all these things that might be problems. Everybody that was there to have fun, everybody was laughing. And uh, most people knew their trivia. I feel like we had yeah. some pretty good questions because some of them were easy, some of them were hard. Some of them got right away. Some of them we hit two or three people before we got an answer. So I think between me, Aaron, and actually Roger contributed a couple questions as well. I think we had a really good round of questions. We had so many bitchin' prizes to give out. Everybody was freaking psyched. Um, Jacob won at one point. Remember? Everyone was yelling. I was like, because at that point, Jacob had won. And I was like, what do you guys say? Should we try to stump Jacob? And everyone was all on board. It was just Jacob versus the list at that point, yeah. right? Jacob versus Ghostface. Ghostface or Ghostface because he was dressed as he was. He crushed every single one of them. I don't, I don't, I don't think we beat him on a question because they, they and they were chanting Jacob, Jacob, the whole room, 400 people. How but, cool. <laughs> but then after, after we had crowned our king uh, and started handing out prizes, then we just did like uh, a trivia raffle where it was just like, like it's just speed round, just raise your hand. We'll yeah. call on you and you get this, you we're get throwing this. Throwing out questions, throwing out prizes. And then we reached the end. We had like five minutes left and I did our, we, we did our freeze frame um, final cut. And this was a thing that I put together. Is that the one that we did? There was one that we did stump Jacob. We, was we that stu- the one? Well, and that was the one. So, so we, we had freeze frames from movies and people had to guess the movie and be very specific. Some of them were tricky. Some of them were easy. Some was like, it was a Chucky face, but it was specifically from two, Child's Play yeah. 2. Um, and then we got to uh, Carnival of Souls and one guy knew that and he was really excited that he's like, I, I knew it, I knew it. And uh, we met him on the bus later and he was yep. all pumped about that. And then... Um, you the trivia guys. you trivia guys. And then we got to the very end and I had a, a freeze frame from B.I.Y., which is a 1967 Russian horror film uh, that has some really da, big special da. effects. And, um, and everybody was like, Jacob, does Jacob know? And he's like, it's the one I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't feel bad. I literally got this one yeah. to try and this was. I'm, I'm trying to knock people out at this point. So we were we were literally trying to uh, uh, <laughs> to stump you. So I, I am so proud that I had the one stump killer that, that yeah was yeah yeah knock people out. That w- that was supposed to be like our nuclear option. That was like if there was a head to head challenge and no one w- no one was going down, that was going to be the one to target somebody. Yeah, but and- it, w- it was fun. And then the panel ends. Yeah, and we get crowded by like no joke. What would you say twenty two twenty people? Like seven, like- but oh, it was not because we had <laughs> each of us. We both had different ones. So we got to do this trivia. People came up to us. People asked us for our name placards. People asked to take pictures with us. People were doing trivia to us. Did you guys know this? Did you guys know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking pictures. I was terrified for a second because you realize, wait, you've just been hammering people with trivia and they think it's their turn. Yeah, now like, they're like, ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, luckily, I know my shit. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it is, it is. Suddenly, you're like, I, I have to be on, on right now. And like, you know, of course, they, they stumped me on some of them and they got me on. A, and I had, I had, a, I had, a, I felt, I was proud that I knew most of the ones they hit me. I was like, good. I don't like, like, like a complete. Yeah, I don't want to look stupid now. Um, <laughs> shout out to Ghost. A girl came up to me dressed as an X-Wing pilot and she's like, I just wanted to show you that my name is Ghost. And she showed me her name tag. And her name is Ghost. 
but I mean, and I was giving everyone names when I was calling on people. Like there was Green Shirt Girl, there was Face Girl, there was Spam Hat, and those people came over and they were telling me their real name. Oh yeah, yeah, Spam big, Hat. Yeah, big shout out to anybody who, from that panel who are now listeners uh, who reached out to us. Uh, uh, Face Girl and her friend. Uh, I apologize, <laughs> I don't have your names known yet. I was like, let me check on my phone. And I'm like, I'm recording on my yeah, phone. <laughs> if you didn't get called on, we don't know your name. <laughs> <laughs> I just know you guys by your nicknames now. Uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man yeah, and, and costumes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and it was really, like, it was a was fun, like, fun panel, right? I was like, are you Demolition Man or are you uh, re- uh, Dallas? Uh, yeah. And then he's like, neither. And I was like, oh. Corbin you, Dallas. Well, you look like a, uh, you look like a, a, a an action movie star. So yeah, on, Wesley buddy. Snipes in uh, Demolition Man. Right? Oh, uh, uh, man. Cyrus, I think his name was. That was awesome. It was, fa- it, I mean, we felt like kings, I'll be honest. It was really cool. It was a good high to go out. And that was Thursday night. So that was, was our first, and, first and, full day at the con. And the next day, Matt goes, today what will make my day if somebody comes up to us and is like, man, I was at the panel and that was awesome. Like four or five people did. Yeah. It was, which again, like four or five people and they weren't like, look, it's Matt Corrigan, the handsomest guy who does the best trivia. <laughs> they were like, hey guys, great panel last night. Hey, you're the trivia guys. Hey, launch pad. And it was like, it was cool just to get that sort of recognition and people were taking pictures with us, right? Yeah. Um, yesterday we got a, a, a boy, a, like a younger kid, like a teenager kid came up to us, was asking us about the panel and then telling us that he had a podcast and Good. he wanted us to be on his show, which was like very flattering and very cool to see him doing his thing that, you know, the way yeah, that we do yeah. it too. And as a young kid, it was cool. I believe his name was Angel. Angel right? yep, yeah, yep. Angel. If you're listening, hit us up, man. I'm serious. Like, we'll be on your show, cross promote. You know, I appreciate that. I respect that hustle so much. Not so. just the, hu- it was hustle for sure, but we wouldn't be on any Jack Holes show. Yeah. He had a Tenebrae shirt tenebrae on. Shirt so on. right away, you're like, if you know what Tenebrae is, I will have a conversation with you, right? 100%. That kid knew his stuff. So we're excited. Hopefully, hopefully you reach out to us, man. Um, I had a great second day because we were cruising around the con and I heard that El Santo, El Hio de Santo uh, is having uh, a signing. And I was like, I am a huge Santo fan. Remind them who Santo is in case they don't know. The greatest luchador of all time. He is a huge star of the screen and ring. Um, A famous, famous wrestler. And this is his son who who has taken up the mantle and, and a, another great luchador of screen and ring. And uh, I went over there and got to meet him, got pictures with him. I gave him a copy of Steve Prince's book, Monster Matador. That and, Rumi has nothing to do with. He was just messengering the book to him. And 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 they were like, sign the book, sign the book. It's an honor. Sign the book. And I was like, uh, okay. But I, I gave, put them in contact. I'm going to put them in contact with Steve Prince because, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. But <laughs> very, excited, very excited to have met them. And they, they, they signed my shirt and they signed a poster. I am over the moon with how that went. And just, just. And I wow, told Rumi to go up behind him and just grapple him to the ground. <laughs> he didn't take that approach, but I thought that would be more memorable. You'd think that would be an approach I'd be on board for. But no, no, I actually. Uh, if someone told you not to do it, you would fucking do it. <laughs> this has been a very um, hard, hard con logistically. It has been very difficult to get help. It is. There's been a lot of <laughs> obstacles in the way. And then when you say like, you can't do that. OK, what is the way? Like, what can I do instead? I don't know. Well, how do I how do I do this? Then I need to get to that. You can't. But no one's ever asked us that before. Yeah, we were trying to figure out how to make what? a phone call work. Like, someone call into the panel. Yeah. They're like, no one's ever asked that before. Well, first, we're 2023 like, at Comic-Con. No one's ever called into a panel. Yeah. No. All the right, first thing we asked was internet. Hey, can we have what, what does it take to get internet in the room so we can have a Zoom call in? And they're like $8,000. <laughs> Literally, the internet in the convention center, if you want to pay for it, reliable internet starts starts $8,000. I wrote them back and was like, clearly that's a typo. For five zero fifty 50 minutes of internet, you meant $800, right? Which is still ridiculous. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're not using computers for our panel. We figured it out though and it worked, but it has definitely been like one of those like, no one's ever asked us that before. Like that, we, it, it became not funny anymore because that was our joke for a while until we heard it for the umpteenth time. We're yeah. like, now it's just annoying. Oh. We made it work. Everything's good. We've had some, I mean, I had amazing luck on the floor as a fan. I got some fantastic David Finch art that I'll put on yeah, you, the site and social really media. That, that is one I of have a published page that had some blank panels as yeah. stats. He filled those in with the most gorgeous Boon Knight images, which I will then get to use in my book uh, that we're doing. That I, I, I'm part of a published book about Moon Knight essays. He is going to write the foreword for that now because of that interaction, so I'm very proud of that. Um, we had a killer interview with J.G. Jones, the artist from the book Wanted. Uh, we had a killer interview with writer Jeff Loeb. We had a killer interview with Joe Quesada, Marvel editor-in-chief, writer, artist, Cup of Joe. After that one, 
for fucking years. Jeff Loeb's my well, favorite writer, so after that one forever. We'll have to have heavily censor the Quesada one because Matt was cursing up a storm. <laughs> and uh, and and Mr. Quesada called him out on it. He's like, you, you and mother know you talk like that? And then I brought my fucking mother into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> five kids. Just, no, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven kids just fucking walked by. Right when we started cursing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, the, in the, the inter- interviews are fantastic. I got a uh, Quesada prelim for a uh, Nightfall cover with his helmet, which was fantastic. Um, people just gave you a little shocker salute. What was that? That's, that? a, that's, a, that's a hang 10, man. Oh, that's I didn't a... see the thumb. I just saw like this. <laughs> and they're like, come here, little girl. <laughs> um, we're, so we said we're in the convention center. We're in kind of like a hallway where there's kind of some food over there. There's different uh, avenues you can go to get to different rooms. There's a lot of foot traffic walking by. A lot of girls drooling. A lot of guys being like, oh, I wish I looked like that. They're drooling over the podcast setup. The Tower of Power is impressing everybody. No joke. As much (laughs) as we're like tooting our own horns and excited about how many people have recognized us and have come to talk to us, he has gotten more comments, pictures, questions, and compliments for this beautiful setup here. And we'll have, I mean, I have pictures of him talking to people about it. (laughs) He's got this Tower of Power monopod that he has built that is pretty cool, but like it has gotten more attention than anything else that we did this week. Yeah, it's a monopod that can hold up to four microphones, our Zoom recorder, and a phone, and light up in case you need some uh, extra illumination on your subjects. You can live stream, you can broadcast, you can record any format, any option. 4K, 1080p, I got you. It's, uh, I, oh, I'm so proud of it. <laughs> trying to think what else, I mean, it hasn't been without its downsides, like sleeping in the bog. Oh, oh, God, the bog suite. <laughs> we, we have the a sweet as cake yeah called it. the swamp we have suite. a smelly sweaty room where when you walk in a little bit of an odor, <laughs> just a little bit of an odor hits you um we it's a smelly smelly wet damp room and you just walk in and it's yeah. not wet it's just damp but everything is damp everything the carpet the floor is, is damp wet. the tv's damp Your the sheet is wet. damp and i didn't really notice that that was what the problem was i was there one night before roomie got there and i was like oh oh yeah and then you like leave and you come back and then it's a little bit cooler but not what you think air conditioning would feel like the smell that hits you when you walk in of just like mildew. <laughs> yeah. It was just on the cusp of like asking or complaining about, but fuck it, we were having too much fun and it wasn't that bad. We were snuggling anyway, so it was okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's been it's been an, an exceptional con. But big shout out for the for the ghost face panel. Big shout out to our Oompa Loompas. We had uh, a couple Oompa Loompas. <laughs> <laughs> what an Oompa Loompa is. Uh, we, we got people some badges to get in and we said, hey, we can get you badges, but you got to help us out, please. And so a uh, big shout out to, to we consider him our first listener, but who, who isn't like our family members. Brian Ivano helped us out beyond belief and your two friends. My friend Aaron and Wyatt. Uh, Aaron is a grown up. Wyatt is uh, almost grown up. They came to help out too. They were handing out raffle tickets until we scrapped that idea and that wasn't their fault. It was ours. Uh, but then we also, they were uh, our our prize people. They were, uh, Brian was doing some filming. He guys the video and uh, the Sockos were handing out prizes to all of our, uh, all of our wonderful winners that were doing stuff, keeping things locked down, helping people get business cards and um, advertisements and stuff for all the people that sponsored that panel. So thank you very much to those Oompa Loompas. And then our other panel, which we'll talk about in a moment, um, our other panel, we had some good helpers too. Yeah. We had my friend Rachel Nelson, who was like chief Oompa Loompa. And then we also had Brian Brian Ivanhoe. Again, yep. Um, and we also had a buddy named Dan who came. He was Jerry's, uh, uh, Gary Geriani's buddy came, and he filmed the whole thing with a very fancy looking camera, which I have not seen the footage yet, but I'm assuming it looked pretty good. Better than my phone, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that panel was pretty good. You wanna? Yeah, Rachel's been hanging out with us this weekend, so let's uh, let's bring her on, and get her opinion of the con. What do you say? Yeah, so we have Rachel Nelson with us. Hey, yeah. Uh, How's it going? Going great. You've been having fun? Yes. Oh, man. So you've been helping us out. You've been hanging out with us for the past few days uh, on the con. Um, and you were at our panel last night. So let, we, yes, can start, we can start with that. Uh, Dinosaurs Attacks. Who was on our panel, man? Uh, so we had Handsome Boy 1. Yeah. Handsome Boy 2. Uh-huh. We had uh, creator of Dinosaurs Attacks card series, Gary Girani. He was um, he was working at Tops for a long time, created and worked on 
tons of different card series for them. Yeah, he's he also, been on the show. He, he's if been on the show. If you haven't heard it, it's a great one. At least once, yeah. if not twice before, for Dinosaurs Attacks specifically. Um, a friend of mine and Gary's named uh, Greg Goldstein, who used to be the president and publisher at IDW uh, Comics. He also used to work for Tops. Uh, he didn't work on Dinosaurs Attacks, but he's worked on a ton of other series after that. He was a Dinosaurs Attacks fan, which is how I met him. Ended up purchasing some original card art from that series from him, and then we just kind of hit it off from there. Even though we don't have, he, he pointed out on the panel, even though we don't have the same art taste, we do overlap right in Dinosaurs Attacks area. So he and I have been friends forever, and I was like, you gotta be on this panel. And then the thing that I think we were all, even those people I just mentioned that we were all the most excited about was oh. a paleontologist, Dr. Ashley Paus. He came Paus. and was just like, <laughs> talking about like how fucked up these cards were, and then also giving really some real cool, cool actual facts. Right? Yeah. yeah. Let's, so Rachie, and then Rachie was our, we were calling Rachie our ring, ring girl. girl. She had her um, um, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier dress on, and yeah. she would walk around with Oh no, I took that art, job right? seriously. Yeah. <laughs> she put a whole change of clothes specifically for that. She didn't wear that the whole day. That was just for the ring girl job. Yeah. Um. So you were you were kind of half watching, but also half involved with the panel. Yes. What was like one of the most fun or coolest parts for you? I think the coolest thing for me was when I was actually walking around with some of the art, and we had the prelim, then the sketch, and then the finished painting. And the way that I would, I would show them the prelim, and I showed them the, in that order. So they got to see it from like as it's going through. And just the look on people as they're seeing it, they're like looking at the prelim and you could just see that like, okay, yeah, that's chicken scratch. Good job. And then they see the sketch. The, the super prelim is yeah. very loose. It's it just was just loose. the shapes, the basic yeah. shapes. And then they see the sketch. Just finished and pencils. Yeah, and they're like, whoa. And then they see the art and just all of the different reactions as you see them going through that and then going, oh my God, like that is, that is fucking that's awesome. Cool. I wish I got to see some of those faces. Yeah. That's pretty and cool. And just like, just that, the eyes just always lighting up and just going, oh, like, like literally coming out of their faces, just like, oh my God. That really was one of my favorite parts is when we started scrolling through the cards on screen. There were a lot of people there who had never seen the cards yeah, before. Yeah. And like, there was one that was like a, 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 a young adult was there with her family and her mom was like, you gotta be <laughs> shitting me. Like, she started cracking up the first card we put up and Matt was like, who's already laughing? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's like, right. we were cracking up and like, one of get, the other ones that got a huge reaction was the, the roller coaster one where it's going into the mouth of the dinosaur. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of a sudden that came on and like you guys weren't even talking about it. I'm thinking Greg is doing his like whole spiel about the story and such but that card popped up and everyone in the back all the other paleontologists that were there all just start bursting into laughter. It doesn't even look like a dinosaur. Sorry, its so mouth just... is like literally a, like <laughs> the dinosaur that has like broken the tracks of a roller coaster and, it's, <laughs> and the, the roller coaster track is going into his mouth. It doesn't really look, look like a real dinosaur. It's just ludicrous. Another one that was got a good reaction that I heard was there's a like a, a, a maybe like a seven or eight foot tall dinosaur and there's a little girl like a five year old girl oh, with yeah. a bazooka <laughs> on her shoulder <laughs> and a baby to stroll in next to her and she's literally blowing the guts out, out of, of this it. dinosaur when we flicked to that one everybody was cracking up it's, it's, it's ludicrous well and and yeah so, so uh, Dr. Ashley he he brought a bunch of colleagues with him students former students and colleagues and, and it's you know all these scientists and other PhDs there's yeah. like yes. literally five or six at least PhDs in the and, crowd, and they were here for Comic Con. I, I think I think some of them had a had a uh, a Star Trek uh, panel, panel that they yeah, had yeah, done, yeah. and they they, mm-hmm. they do a Star Trek podcast. So big shout out to them for coming out to see us. But they were having a great time, which made me so happy because I was always worried, like from the scientific scientific aspect, that somebody would be like, Man, that doesn't work for me, and then like not have fun. But everybody <laughs> was having a great time. They were cool, and and Doctor Ash, I kept calling him Doctor Ash, Doctor Ashley Paust. He was very knowledgeable. He gave really, I thought, digestible, understandable. Um, tidbits of information in quick little spots instead of being like, well, you know, and, blah, blah, blah. and he was really freaking funny. He was like funny. He, was, he fit yes. the vibe he, easily. He was really oh. funny. What's something that you heard last night scientifically, like scientifically? a fact that you didn't know before? Like, because he did give us a lot of dinosaur information. Yeah, I, so the thing that, it was specifically when he was talking about the new types of dinosaurs. And mm-hmm. so like, when he's talking about a saber-toothed tiger cat, like, you, you've gotten that it was the toe that he talked about. And the fact the that this toe- Something, something. Yeah. and then the fact that demon this, toad yeah this toad has freaking giant like uh fangs that are as big as its head and it's just like I would never want to see that toad I already don't like toads he said it was bigger like, than a 
house cats. Cat. This is yeah. This is, <laughs> this is a huge toad. Like it's one of those things that you know how like sometimes the scariest thing is that thing that's small, like an ant or whatever. But if you blew it up, that's actually going to be more terrifying sure, sure, than anything sure. else. So to me, like a toad, if it goes from being like like that big, a little toad, to that big, yeah, like, yeah. No, I do not want anything to do with that. That I is get that. Ugh, ugh. And it, that was we did that during a really cool segment that Dr. Ash and I had kind of figured out together. He had said, you know, looking at these cards, they look so dated. So many things have been discovered and found and named. That's actually something that, that Dr. Ashley does is name these creatures. He said since 89, there's been so many new discoveries. It'd be interesting to see what some of those would look like as cards. And I was like, let me see if Gary will draw it. So yeah. uh, Dr. Ash gave two examples of cards. The toad was the one that got, or, sorry, two examples of animals. The toad was the one that got picked. And then we went to the crowd for where should the toad be killing people? And people were yelling out some really um, deep-seated, unconscious <laughs> angst. Yeah. Yeah. Like the DMV. IRS. <laughs> um, Get those guys. Someone yelled out library with a shh sign behind them. And immediately we knew that was going to be the one. So Gary started sketching that and I have the original art. If you check our, our websites and um, social media, you'll be able to see that. So that was really cool because we he then did a, basically a prelim. And now sure. I think because everyone got to see that original prelim, then the, the pencil art, then the other art, bringing around this like really quick chicken scratch sketch. Now everyone knows the process mm. and they got to almost put their embellishments in their head and now oh, yeah, they're like imagining. The yeah. The, so they the see themselves. That was also crazy is when I brought that one around because again, that's just, it's really, really rough. But that got an even bigger reaction than some of the other more complete. Oh, did art. it really? Yes, it did. Oh, see, that, and was, that was, was so sure cool because, the, and I think it really was because you got they got to see some of the other art and see the process of the art and then understand, oh, I now see where this fits in that. That makes me happy because I wasn't, we were like, so at the end of that con, while, or at the end of the, that panel, while we were finishing that part up, we got everybody. There was a real big screen that Rumi was flipping through all of the slides. We had all of the cards on file as well as some of the old like 50s and earlier even dinosaur and giant radiation monster movies posters which I'm so glad I pulled those up yeah, yeah I'm sure. so glad I had First those of all, it gives reference this man and, and killed like, that, yeah. that, that PowerPoint presentation it was just all his slides ready to rock and then while we were talking uh, on the panel Rumi was swipping to the cards that we were talking about at any given point and he was fast man he was on, yeah. on the spot um, but everyone was just cracking up following along but at the end I had this idea to get the panelists under one of those giant slides calamity at comic-con and that's right and then i was like wait everybody let's have everybody stand up go stand underneath the, the slide so everyone in there there was only about 50 people in the crowd but still 50 people they all came underneath that thing and then they were like acting like the dinosaur was jumping on them while we were taking the picture and then after that i thought people were starting to leave but that's when you brought the the, the prelim that we had sketched on stage so you think most people did get to see that yeah i think most people oh, got good. to see that's it and it was real and, and it was also interesting because the minute i started walking again like I remember cowboy hat like the minute yeah. I saw it, he was like about to leave and he saw me walking up again with a piece of paper he like turned around and was like wait 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 oh, nice. back over here. That, makes me, that makes me so happy to hear my favorite thing about about that guy he has a podcast as well and and, and um, yeah you were chatting him out here again up. I don't have my phone my phone is recording otherwise I'd pull up <laughs> you guys' names but um, yeah cowboy hat was like I was trying to go to a different panel and had to wait and I stepped in I came in yours and now I'm here and not going to that other panel I'm gonna be I'm gonna be late to the other panel because your panel's so good and I'm like yes like like that's what I love to hear is that I don't I didn't know you but I came in saw what you're doing I'm hooked I want more of that and, and it's like that's so amazing the same thing when that panel ended a bunch of other people came down and then this time because it wasn't just you and I some people came down to talk to Dr. Ashley Pouse and we're talking to him about actual dinosaur stuff he had brought some tickets to he uh, I don't know if I said it at the top of the of this segment but he works at the Museum of Natural History down here in San Diego so he offered some passes to people. People came up, swamped him for those right away. Everyone was talking to him about that. Um, people came up to Gary. Gary had some books and, and some magazines and some comic books to sign to Greg. To somebody his somebody art. brought the box of dinosaur yeah. attacks. Yeah, so there was clearly Dino's. a couple people in there who liked it. Dude, or I knew at, it beforehand. At the panel, we had a huge reveal that Gary Gianni revealed yeah. that that the reaction oh, yeah. figure, the super, is it Super 7 Reaction? Super, uh, yeah. Super 7 Reaction Figures is doing a dinosaur attack figure of the devil god of dinosaurs, but not only that, the devil god of dinosaurs 
holding a tiny little scientist. And the fun fact is, the scientist in the Dinosaurs Attack series who appears in several cards is Gary Gianni. Yeah, it's, they, they used multiple, pretty much everybody in Tops, right? As we've discovered yes. last night, they used the staff and Tops in the cards. They painted those those people's characters in these cards and their friends and family and stuff like that. Other well, famous he, artists he even that they said what he would do is he would go around and take their pictures and be like, okay, I need you to scream. Take the picture. Sure, I yeah, need you yeah, to go yeah. do this. I'm going to take a picture. And then use that as all of their reference images. So cool. It was it was really a fun panel. And yeah, everyone came down. Everyone had fun. People talking to us. We got to sign autographs. Ooh, I don't yeah, know if we did. the first time, but it was, it might have been the first time we signed an autograph. <laughs> signed one for <laughs> Santo. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. That was a good panel. And people were excited about it, enough so that we actually have uh, someone from that panel, uh, uh, a fan from the panel, came to talk to us about it. Yeah, they were walking by and they're like, your panel was awesome last night. And then we were like, Matt was like, hey, <laughs> does she want to talk about it? And I was like, no, don't, don't. What if what if they're what if they're weird? The minute they're... he said it, I'm then up running. <laughs> Rachel <laughs> ran <laughs> in her dress. I was like, Rachel, get her for an interview. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. What if they're awkward? They don't want it. But she came back. It was super cool. Oh, she was like, but we too. <laughs> You see this, you're gonna think we like uh, hired coached somebody. her yeah. or something. You're gonna think we coached her. She was nah. fantastic. Hey guys, we're here at Comic Con. We met somebody Hi. that was at our panel last <laughs> night, and uh, I'm yeah, super pumped. we're pretty like big time now because we just we're about to record, <laughs> and this young lady walks by. I was like, we loved your panel last night. It was so good. Um, which panel did you see? The um, dino, the on top. Nothing tops dinosaurs. Yeah, nothing attacks. tops dinosaurs. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank and you. And I love dinosaurs. You look so young. Like... You look super young. <laughs> I don't think you've ever seen these cards before last <laughs> no, night. No. So or, no, sorry. Let me rephrase. I've seen them because my brother has shown me them, but I've never like collected them or, th- or anything. And your brother's cool. Yeah, he was <laughs> really cool. But he also knows that I really like dinosaurs. He's like, I think you're gonna really like this panel. But we were stuck in a different one, so we had to run over and catch the. Last, you know, the last half, 45 minutes of your panel. So your brother stuff? was with you last night too? Yeah, yeah. he okay, was on cool. sitting with me and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So cool. What do you like about dinosaurs? Why do you like dinosaurs? How did you get into dinosaurs? Tell us your dinosaur um, stuff. I got into dinosaurs because of Jurassic Park initially. Okay. I watched that at a really young age um, and it just stuck with me and I think deep down in my heart, one day I wanted to be a paleontologist. Never happened, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's so cool to know about beings or to continue to learn about beings that used to be on this earth that I've never seen before because you can't sort of have, you know, the scientific perspective, but then you sort of have the creative perspective, what they could have been, what they could have been like versus what they actually were like. Sure. Um, and I don't know if we'll, we'll ever really precisely know, but also the fact that you guys had a paleontologist on the panel was right? so freaking cool because I've never met one. So it was and sort of did like, you talk to him after? I did, yeah. And he gave me like a little pass and stuff and he's like, if I, I ever get to visit the museum, contact him and stuff. But like, it was so innovative that you guys had not only um, Gary, remind you, right? Get, yep. Gary um, Johnny, who is the, the creator of the card theory. Exactly. And worked tops for 100. That's so it seemed. And then to have him on, uh, to have Dr. Paus on the other side to uh, kind of counter, uh, or what do you call it, um, collaborate and kind of active, like kind of actively have a good conversation during the panel too. That was really cool. And let me ask you like, because we, we were psyched about Dr. Ash Paus, the mm-hmm. Ashley Paus, the paleontologist. He was funny as hell, but he also had some really cool facts. So like, I feel like someone like you who was legitimately interested in dinosaurs, mm-hmm. I think there are people who were there just because the cards were funny and gross gory mm. but like you specifically like dinosaurs mm. did you learn anything new that any science facts <laughs> oh yeah i had no idea one that herbivores um actually like munch on bones for the calcium like that blew my mind yep. but on top of that to to understand that like how actual herbivores can transition can like, eat car- like uh, connect, uh i don't know real animals <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. instead of just herbs or like plants or anything like that legitimately blew my dr. mind dr ash said that deer will eat like mice and squirrels and chipmunks and stuff. And then I told my sisters about it after I got out of the panel. I talked about your panel for like hours last night. Um, and they're, they're like, yeah, there's a video online where you could see a cow eat a chick. And I was like, I'm okay. I don't need to see <laughs> I that. Understand. I don't need to see that. But like knowing that. I, I trust it, you. But knowing that it exists, like I would have never, first of all, I would have never known about all these facts unless I went to your guys' panel. But then on top of that, knowing that there was a video like that in the universe. So here's my big question. What? Did you try the gum? <laughs> 
Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, describe, I did. Describe. <laughs> so we gave out packs, original oh, packs yeah. from 1989, unwrapped packs of dinosaurs attack year old gum. gum is in there. And yeah. literally, 35-year-old yeah, yeah. gum. And Aaron's like, who's brave enough to eat it? And a good yeah, amount of I people put it in their yeah, mouth. Yeah. Describe as best you can your experience uh, of taking the first bite. It was like chalky and like cakey, like like dry. It <laughs> there crumbled. Was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, took like a million. It's like when you <laughs> smash auto glass. Yes. It just broke into a thousand pieces. And it doesn't taste like anything. So I was <laughs> really disappointed. But honestly, I haven't opened one of those things in a long time. I didn't know that they didn't come wrapped. I thought the gum came wrapped at least, but they were literally just sitting on the no, piece of paper. No, that was paper. the 80s. They didn't I, know about germs and shit. They didn't I care. I have no idea. It's just kids. Oh. Any parent that was giving their kids a card <laughs> in which a child shoots through a dinosaur with a rocket launcher wasn't worried about it's what they insane. were putting in their mouth. It's insane. Yeah. What, so you got the, the, the pack of cards. You tried the gum. Yes. What was either like one of your favorite cards or like what was a card that you got in the pack? Okay, so my favorite card that you guys put on the screen was the cat lady. One of the cat lady strikes you back. You were cat lady? True. I, I didn't get that one, but that was the one I was hoping for. I actually, um, so I was the one that traded um, for the Comic-Con. Oh, right. you were in yeah, the back. You was, traded, yeah, you I traded tra- with Greg? So now I do have my favorite card, the museum one. He yeah. gave me the museum one. Oh, cool. I was like, that was my favorite. I was hoping to get and that one. And you got I, that from Greg? Yeah, I got that one that, from Greg. And Greg yeah. is like connected to those cards. He owned a ton of those original I, art. Crazy. And then he ran the comic book company that printed graphic novel and the reissues of the comic, which is I pretty cool. No yeah, idea. yeah. That's insane. Yeah, he's, he's well, a big he's a big collector and he's a big comic and art. And he worked at Tops. I don't think he worked at Tops with Gary. I don't remember. Sorry if I'm getting that wrong, guys. <laughs> but like, they, they, he worked at Tops for a long time, too. That's so cool. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Right. Like straight well, from the source. Now I got my favorite card because of him. So that's amazing. So <laughs> yeah. uh, as well as awesome podcasts about dinosaurs, what brought you to the con today? What brought you down to San Diego? Oh, I usually come every year with my family, with my siblings and stuff. And awesome. we love looking at all the artwork that's such I bought a bunch of prints and stuff. Cool. Um, the panels are really interesting this year, hence your panel. <laughs> um, but yeah, usually it's just to go with, spend time with my family and experience the convention. Do you and guys stuff. all live in the same area? Uh, sort of. We live in California, but I like live in Los Angeles. They live in San Marcos. My okay. older brother lives in um, Orange County. So we're all kind of uh, spread out, but still in California. And you all meet here as like a family affair? Yeah. This time we he, my brother actually picked me up and then we all met in San Marcos and then we drove down together. So Mom, yeah. dad, everybody? No, just me and my four siblings. Four, oh, that's, yeah. how cool so, is that though? It's really fun. What other kind of panels did you guys hit? Uh, that's funny. That's a really good question. I went to a horror comics um, panel. I went to the Jim Lee, Jim Lee and Friends panel. That was really cool. I got to learn a lot about DC Comics. Um, and then your panel. And then the only other panel I went to was a masterclass in animation or something like that. Oh, that was okay. really cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. neat. Yeah, yeah. You have, what do you do for a living? Oh, I work in entertainment. What do you do? I don't know if I'm allowed to say exactly. Act it out. We'll guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I can't She's do it. Okay. I can't do it. Yeah. I cannot act it out. Um, I, are you working on something that is hush-hush? No, um, I work on, uh, I work at Apple TV Plus, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, in the talent relations department. Oh, so, okay, yeah. cool, cool. I just don't know if I'm like always but allowed to. Stuff? Yeah. But you're not promoting so, it. No, no, no. Just no, saying promoting. that yeah. there's a job that yes, exists that there. that is where okay. I currently reside. Cool. Okay, work. okay. Um, did you go, at the, end of the, uh, at the end of our panel last night, we took picture with all yeah, the attendees. Did you come up? So we had a giant screen with the cards up and Rumi was flipping through all the cards as we spoke about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, we put on one that is ComicsCon disaster or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was the, a dinosaur smashing through a Comic-Con. Yeah. We put that slide on and had everyone in the audience come up under it and act like the dinosaur was attacking. So you yeah, came there? Yeah, it was, really, it was awesome. a really good op, too. I was so excited when you guys asked about that. I was so like, if you Yay. haven't checked that out, check out our social media and you'll see that. It's um, up there now, yeah. If you feel like telling your name and your social media and stuff, you can. You don't have to do that if you okay, don't want yeah. to. Yeah, sure. Um, wait, my name and my oh yes. Yeah, well, so like where Sorry. people could, could connect oh, with you online if you wanted yeah, that. Um, I'm under Queen Adorka Bean. Um, on Instagram. I know, guys. Sorry. I know. Was the perfect I know. Guess. I'm so sorry. I was this like, is amazing. I instantly regretted it, right? But I was like, oh god, that's gonna. <laughs> I'm never gonna live this down. Our millions of <laughs> listeners are. Gonna... <laughs> I would spam, 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 spam. I wouldn't be surprised. Dinosaurs are awesome, but also what you guys do is like really cool too. So, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for thank coming. You thank so you for the for panel. Thank you for coming back and of being on. We appreciate it. We need it. to see if she remembers. Oh, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Hold on. Three, two, one. <laughs> I can't. I can't do a raspberry. I'm so sorry. Wait, you but don't I know how to? I, I've never have done it before. So, okay. okay. We're gonna, now we're gonna learn this. Oh Ready? Oh my god! Now we're gonna, gonna see it. Tongue out just a little bit. Okay. Blow. No, can't do it. Can't do it. I already knew it. Because I, I trying can't. it one time. Oh my god! Oh, I did it! I did it! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> We're teaching life this skills. Is incredible. Life skills on the Launchpad Podcast. There, there's there's this segment life skills. With there's the moments in your life where it's like a new chapter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's before this and after this. Like yeah. for me, it was like before my son was born, after my son was born. Exactly. Right now, there was before you knew how to blue raspberry and, and after. Now. <laughs> As important, yeah, that's true truly, for me too. Truly. Yeah, because now I have that 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 milestone for you is now part that's of fair. my milestone yeah, as well. That's true. Actually, yeah, this is a milestone for me too. So it's great. That was uh, Annalise. Thank you very much no, for joining thank you so us. Much that for was a lot me. of fun. Thank you. <laughs> my favorite thing that we did at the end of both panels, just when everybody's getting up to leave, man goes, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we got to do the secret handshake and to teach a room of 450 people the Launchpad Podcast secret handshake and to hear a room of 450 people go <laughs> and give a, a massive raspberry. That's that's music. My ears, Everybody man. did it. Everybody I mean, it did it. Like, on the panel, everyone was cracking up. I had Greg Goldstein and Gary Gerani, the guys who worked at top, watch them do it. When Ash did a, Dr. Ash did a three-way handshake. I mean, <laughs> we came to Kava to talk about car dinosaur cards about children getting stepped on by dinosaurs <laughs> and got everyone to do a stupid handshake that ends in a fart. <laughs> it is the best. Dreams can come true, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, Comic-Con, Comic-Con dreams do come true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that absorbing, do you know man, what's awesome. been my favorite part, though? Which? It's been getting to know you, Aaron. Aww. I, I'm longtime friends with this, this knucklehead, but I have recently become online friends with that one and this is our first time meeting meeting and l- yeah because we've been collaborating on the shirt and and she oh, found Rachel printed our glow in the dark ghost face shirts for our oh, panel which, which like, no joke, five or six people asked to buy and then the oh next my god day, yes. she, she wasn't at the ghost face panel no. when she came she had on a ghost face shirt and immediately someone was like how did you get a shirt <laughs> some <laughs> random person which means they were at the panel the night before it was also like that we didn't yeah. have extra shirts and wanted to know why she got one. and it was just definitely like I have no clue why everyone's yelling at me about this thing so I come up and I'm like uh, someone just like almost was like why do you have a shirt <laughs> baller shirts yeah, yeah. Well, he designed the shit out of it she made them and glue in the dark yeah. on the so way cool. home they were glowing in the dark on the bus this is pretty cool yeah. so cool and you were yeah. the one who found the uh, brain dead DVD yes. in German no less yeah. sent him a really cute present <laughs> it was one of those things where I just happened was listening to the podcast he talked about how his like the fun the thing that you did did not buy when you should have bought it yeah. was a brain dead DVD. And then there is at my local antique mall, I was going through the stuff and found it in German and had to do like double takes. And I was like, this is, this, this is, this has got to be, it can't be real. Can't be real. And then I was like, I bought it, took it home, played it on my computer and was like, okay, it works. works. <laughs> okay. I need your address. I'm sending it. <laughs> and uh, It's awesome. So it's we're not awesome. saying more of you need to buy us our dream, <laughs> our, our dream merchandise and dream toys we're not we're not implying that <laughs> but no merchant toys while no. you've been here uh-huh. what have you seen merch and toy wise that has got you really pumped uh really pumped up like you said we went and talked to NECA and saw i mean NECA I, was fun i mean i was so excited NECA's for the thing great, toys the, the 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 mutated dog toy i i had already known that Box existed set, i was super pumped two but creatures then, but then i go there and i see a shot up alex murphy and the my bloody valentine miner i am beyond stoked just when i thought my collection was complete <laughs> When, when we've done our um, My Bloody Valentine's reviews of both movies, we actually got so much feedback about love for the minor character as, you know, a slasher killer. Yeah. But also from those movies, like, I know you guys will be excited to hear this. They're making an ultimate minor killer from um my the original. Well, I think it's the original My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. Is it? Is it the original? I mean. I think it's the original. The the, the cover was the original. Oh, yeah, yes. that's, a, that's that's the image that I'm remembering. And, and and the heart box with the heart inside. Oh, yeah. There's a little <laughs> box, like a, like a you know, a uh, to scale box with a, a little scale heart inside. Pretty freaking cool. There's a, a red shirt Star Trek guy with an elf puppet walking by. Love that. Um, yeah, man. It's um, I'm looking for Ghostbusters toys for my son. I want and and we looked at like two or <laughs> three places, places yesterday yeah. that didn't have any. And you're like, they had Transformers, they had Ninja Turtles, they had GI Joes, they had some like second or third tier shit like GoBots or those little guys that I forget what the Sky Lords or Sky Warriors that used to slide on the thread across the room. But like no Ghostbusters yet. Like Vince. Vintage Kenner. You want the vintage thing. Kenner ones? Yeah, if I yeah. could find them, but I would get do you whatever. Wanna, do you want to pay for the, the re-releases or are you looking for the original? Don't necessarily care. <laughs> as long as it, it's for a four 
four-year-old who's going to break them immediately break the movable pieces, the pieces? on the proton yeah. pack. Well, you'll never find an Egon with a tie anyway. So the <laughs> yeah, the one that flips up. You, there we. Okay, there were four of those. I don't remember what they were called exactly, but they were like some sort of fright expressions. Yep. So Egon, when you squeezed his arm or his leg, his head went up. His jaw would drop. His jaw dropped, and his tie, blue tie, went up. Boing, boing, boing. Do you remember what Peter did? Peter, um, his eyes would bug. Uh, no, hold on. His head would spin around. Yep, head spin around. What? His mouth was really. His, I think his jaw stayed at the bottom. His lower jaw. Yeah. And his head spun around. Stuff done. He had a giant mouth like this. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> and then no, that was Winston. That was Winston. Guaranteed. That was Winston. Oh, oh no, you're right. You're right. Winston did do that. Winston's head spun around, and then Peter's. Did Peter's eyes? His out? eyes bug out and his jaw dropped. And then Ray stands when you popped him. His, uh, his, his hair, I think, went up. And his hair popped up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I think we have all the right things happening, but maybe not on the right people. I'm I'm hoping to get the regular, um, like the first edition ones where they the characters didn't do anything except come with the spinning proton packs. Yeah. But I would take what I could get. And Kent is a Peter Venkman man, so I'm hoping to find that. I have them at home. My mom, my mom found them, the original. And Hold your on. I was like, what's this? Yeah, goofy. They were, uh, yeah, those are good toys. But I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, the only Ghostbusters toys I've seen. Look at that dog with shoes on. Sithany, the Australian Shepherd. Well, yeah, the little person in there has the best cosplay we've seen. Oh. <laughs> I said that I was like, was that not PC or funny? I was like, the um, the only Ghostbusters toys I saw were like three or four thousand dollars a piece. Here, you saw them here. I mean, they weren't toys; they were like statues for adults. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 no, I, saw those. <laughs> I think I saw a Funko, but like, yeah, no, I need something to play yeah. with playability. But we'll find that's that's today. We we were trying to do a couple things today. This is like the work work we wanted to get done. And I think the rest of the day we have to just chop and nerd around and goof off. And Rachel, have you seen any toys that were like, oh, I need that, or toys? I want that, but I don't need that? Toys, anything, well, some, something uh, you saw, yeah. You're like all the arf, stuff. Are all Did you the just stuff. Talk to that dog. Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> um, bark. Uh, no. The one thing I really wanted, which was to meet um my one of my favorite artists, Joelle Jones, and I got to do that. I uh made her cry, not full on cry, but tear up because uh, Rachel approached her from the back and jumped on her. <laughs> and yeah, bit her neck and was like, "No, you're suffer." No, no, no. She writes and draws for a comic book called Lady Killer, and it is amazing. It is full of like 1960s camp. It is uh, really well thought out, but also just fun. And like, it's about a perfect, like suburban stay at home mom housewife who moonlight as a uh, contract killer. Love it. And it is wonderful. She literally in one of the volumes uh, chops somebody up and puts their bodies in um, tubbleware as if she's selling, hawking the tubbleware because that's what they would do at oh, that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupperware parties. T- tupperware parties yeah. yeah so i i made sure because everyone's in like you know like tables and stuff like that i know like instead of standing over her like everybody does when they come in they bring their print i didn't have things i just the only thing i wanted to do was meet her so i knelt down and we ended up talking i just like talked her dead in the eye and was just telling her how important their comic has been to me how it's helped me get through some really rough times and then she started tearing up she asked for my name we then held hands it was a very feminine moment in a wonderful way but how sweet like yeah. that's that's cool wow cool i'm glad you talked before i did because i was going to ruin the moment by being a joke <laughs> being a jerk <laughs> <laughs> classic mad <laughs> you saved it though I think it's sweet. I mean, that's the thing. When you get to meet these people and it's like, I I feel for them on, on events like this because they're in this rinse and repeat mode and a lot of time you meet them and immediately they're just like, click, they hit play and the same script comes out of their mouth that you just heard them say to the guy in front of you. Yeah. And you're like, ah, eh, but he said it to me this time. So it's special. And it's like, I understand how frustrating it must be to constantly just feel like you are in this like little mini time loop of the same three minutes to every person. You're like, oh, you're a fan thank you oh cool thanks for listening right, oh right. cool what's your favorite book yes that's my favorite book too obviously and it's like that 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 must be exhausting and yeah. mind numbing and you meet people who are like oh he's mind numb <laughs> the third person that came over was like great panel tonight i was like yeah thank you oh uh, yeah uh, thanks. <laughs> uh, when you get to 30 then you'll start talking <laughs> 
But it's like, yeah, I, I feel for them, but I also like hope that when we encounter them, I, I hope we try and give them a special moment. Like you said, getting down to their level so they're not like brained up looking yeah. at you. That's important. That's something that shows a little bit like I am aware that you are looking up at people all day and you're just kind of like, I am my next source. I think we all, because like you're a nerd and you, you actually, I think you have a more narrow scope of nerd than he and I usually do, I think. Um, but like when you talk to a creator or someone that you care about, there are those times you feel like it is just like an interaction and an exchange, oh, yeah. but of there course. are times you feel connected where you're like, yes, I know that we're talking. I know that it's like a discussion. You feel like you're, you're, you're getting something out of it. I'm getting something out of it. Then you part ways. And you're like, ah, oh, that was cool. And you hope that they feel the same way. Yeah. And I think like you and I for sure had that as a, as a launch pad, but I know I for sure had that as a fan with a couple of the people that I talk with. So it's like, you know, I think that's one of the cooler parts of the con that you really can't, it's probably really hard to explain that to somebody who hasn't had it. Had that, the, yeah. I don't think it's con specific, but to well, be able to talk a, to someone that does something that you care you about care, yeah, and let, you let them know like, hey, you made something that means something to me and know that they actually appreciate hearing that mm -hmm. and then you appreciate their appreciation. I think that's like a fun interaction. And I guess you could have it outside of a con, but a con is like a great place for that. Well, right? I think one of the things that's good about uh, cons or creators or artists in general is that what you're doing right there is you're going that human element that thing that you put in right I understood whether it was the literal thing that you were trying to say or my interpretation of it right but that it's just that like oh to get not to get all high and mighty here or anything like that but like it's that like across the world we have connected because of your art mm. or, yeah 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 and what I would think like what and she literally came from across the world she's from Europe she like she literally flew here for, for this that? con yeah. so that's that why was, it's international right yeah 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 so I think and that's the connection right because I think she knows that she reached you through her work and that's got to be I would think that's rewarding to any creator right yeah I mean we <laughs> two people have been like hey we saw you and we were like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the power hey, so, when you were yeah. talking about dinosaurs killing kids I thought it was cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I appreciate your appreciation. It is cool. Trivia guys. Trivia yeah. guys. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that was so fun. <laughs> yeah, on the bus. And then and then everybody's like, what are these guys doing? We're like, cards, 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 cards. Flyer, flyer, flyer. <laughs> flyer, flyer. Can, can, uh, it's been great, man. I, I, am, I am in an afterglow today. Um, well, we have like, there's 45 more minutes till it closes. Let's go downstairs and do some shopping. Let's do some nerd shit, man. Yeah. Hey, let's blast it off before we do. Rachel, thank you so much for helping us this Rachel time. This has been so fun. You know, yeah. the, you know the the handshake for sure. Are we, we like all slamming into my hand? Okay. All together. We're going to okay. all in the middle, right? Yeah. Okay. One, One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Lunchpad Podcast. We are here at Comic-Con 2023. Blasting off. <laughs> We're the Rocketeers and we are out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff! We have a liftoff!